Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. Today, we're going to talk about social media, the necessary evil. And I'm just going to be raw with you for a minute. I don't like it either. It's like a whole nother aspect of the job that feels super overwhelming and super exhausting. I used to be able to come to work and make beautiful relationships with people, create gorgeous hair and call it a day. Walk out of the salon with a smile on my face. With social media, now I have to be an incredible photographer and I have to be very eloquent with my words, a poet, if you will. I also have to factor into my schedule that I need at least a 15 minute photo session with every client before they walk out the door. You know, I need to take 150 shots and make sure that I get it absolutely right so that I have something really special and impressive to post on social media. And it just feels daunting. It feels super overwhelming, but it is a necessary evil. Posting your work on social media is a really great way to attract more of your ideal clientele. So say you're an amazing colorist and that's what you want to attract more of, then that really, really perfect bob may not be the best picture to post next into your feed. It may be something that you're really proud of and that's great. And yes, people do want a great haircut to go with their color, but that is not the type of client that you're trying to attract. So make sure that you're posting all of your best color work. There are definitely a lot of facets with social media and captions are one of them. And I know some people that are the most beautiful writers, you know, they have the most interesting stories behind this connection with this client and and the story behind the work that they executed that day. And all that's really great. But like people don't care. You know, some of the things that you can include in your caption are formulas. Help your fellow stylists out, like let them know exactly what you mixed up to create this gorgeous beigey blonde. Like that is something that your fellow stylists would definitely love to see. And don't forget the hashtags. If you're going to put anything in your caption, make sure that you are focusing on your hashtags. Using hashtags in your captions is great, but use it as a search engine. Be very specific about what hashtags you're using. If you put hashtag balayage, then you are going to get lost in a sea of a million other stylists. No one is ever going to find you based on that hashtag. So be very specific. Use your location and whatever your niche is. So for me, it would be hashtag Cookville extensions, hashtag Cookville blondes. Something that a lot of stylists get super caught up in is followers. And I'm just here to tell you, that doesn't really matter. You could have 10,000 followers that have no intention of ever doing business with you. And that brings you no value whatsoever. Or you could have 100 followers, 60 of which are existing clients or future clients. And that translates into income. And that's exactly what you're looking for. People can buy followers. There's no value in having hundreds of thousands of followers that are never going to engage with your actual content or bring you any type of value. So I think people that look at my page expect me to have like a lot more followers than I do, but that's not what it's about for me. I'm looking for community. I'm looking for people to engage with and have relationship with. A lot of this comes down to consistency. Be consistent about what you post and how often you post. 
And definitely take the time to respond to people that comment on your post. If they're showing you love, that deserves at least a heart, right? In addition to social media, reviews are an equally important way for clients to find you. You need to be asking your clients for reviews. And if you get a review, whether it's good or bad, you have to respond. I have a really successful salon with a ton of really talented stylists, and we still have a couple bad reviews. The worst thing you could do is ghost a bad review. Like you should absolutely get on and respond to even a bad review and make sure that that client and not just the client, but the public sees that you're willing to address a dissatisfied situation and see what you can do. Hey, how can I rectify the situation? What can I do to make this right? I feel like people love to spread bad news. And so if you get a negative review, just know that that particular person is going to go to the ends of the earth to make sure that that information falls on as many ears as possible. A couple of years ago, gosh, I think the salon had probably been opened like two years. We were still making our way, finding our way. And we got a pretty bad review from a client that came in. I think she received an extension service. However, it doesn't really matter. But she was dissatisfied with her service and she wanted to come back in and she wanted us to redo it, which we offered to do. For whatever reason, we couldn't make her happy. Like some people you just cannot make happy and you have to just cut your losses and do whatever you can to kind of save your reputation. And she went way out of her way to make sure as many people knew about it as possible. She didn't just post it on Google. She posted it on Yelp. She posted it on Yahoo. She posted it on Facebook yard sale, whatever it was. And it was just amazing how many people came and said, hey. What's going on? I saw this review and it was like, hey, look, I don't know. We couldn't make this chick happy. We offered to do whatever we could. We just couldn't see eye to eye on things. And that's going to happen. The best thing that you can do is address it publicly and let people see that you're willing to do whatever it takes to make it right, no matter what. I think one of the most intimidating things about social media is the imposter syndrome. Do not compare your beginning to someone else's middle. That perfectly polished picture that you're looking at, you have no idea how long that stylist had to work to get that photo. You have no idea how long that stylist has been behind the chair. Comparison is the thief of all joy and it will constantly keep you in a state of inferiority. You'll never feel good enough if you're constantly comparing yourself to someone else, especially someone that is a lot further along in the game. I think people avoid posting on social media because they think it's going to take hours and hours and hours to create this beautifully curated and crafted week of posts. And it can if you're not organized, if you don't know some of the tools that you have on hand to make it easier for you. My best advice is batch your work. Spend an hour every week on a day that you're not super covered up with clients or tied up with a lot of other things and plan your week out. Reach out to your clients on your book for that week and say, hey, look, I'm going to be taking some pictures of my work this week. And I just wanted to let you know so that you could wear makeup or wear your favorite outfit or whatever it is that's going to make you feel really pretty in the pictures because I'm going to be taking some. Your client is going to really respect you for that. They're going to appreciate that because the worst thing you can do is ask a client to let you take pictures of their gorgeous hair when they're not feeling their best. And you definitely don't want to have a feed full of pictures of the back of someone's head either. So this is a really good way to prepare your client ahead of time. 
Another great resource is Planoly. Like you can go in and you can upload your picture. You can create your caption. You can even go in and put the first comment in there. So if you like to put all of your hashtags in your comments, this is a really great way to get that scheduled ahead of time. My last tip is reach out to your clients and ask them to help you out. I mean, they look great, right? You've just done their hair. They've got a face full of makeup on. Ask them to post a selfie and tag you in it. You can share that on your stories. And that's the best of both worlds. It's like a really great review and a really great post all tied up into one. I know social media can feel really overwhelming, but it is a necessary evil. Don't let it overwhelm you. Don't be consumed by it. Use it as a tool for success. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com.